often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 561. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. My trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, the three-legged kitty cat. Down at my feet. He's uh, cleaning his paws, his back paws, right now. I think he's pretty chill at the moment. I tried to play with him a little bit beforehand. Hopefully uh, calm him down a little bit. Maybe he won't be voicing any opinions tonight. Then again, maybe not. As I start talking, he's starting to kind of starting to kind of look over this way. So he's been a- very angry lately. I think he's, I think because it's been nicer outside, and you know, he doesn't go out. So he hear, he sees all the animals and shit out there, kind of freaks out. Uh, he wants he wants to go chase after them and and whatnot. I don't think that'd work out very well for most of them, though. You know, he's he is handicapped after all. That could be a a bit of a challenge, a bit of a challenge if he takes on like another cat or something. You know, so I've <laughs> the old uh, roommate Tony. She sent me a uh, some videos of. Cat's missing leg that tried to attack with the missing leg. I haven't seen him do that. Of course, the only thing he ever attacks is either bugs or myself. But I have yet to see him attack with the missing leg. Only time I've noticed him doing stuff with the missing leg is when he's in the litter box trying to cover up his shit. It looks like he's vomiting. Other than that, I haven't noticed him try to use the missing leg. As long as I've known him, he's been missing it. So He's pretty well adjusted, I think, at this point. But uh, last week was Mother's Day. We did the old uh, Mother's Day. And fun fact, Jilly's Cupcake Bar and Cafe was open. We did uh, get in there and get some ca- cupcakes. Nope, yep, yep. Then now he's freaking out. <laughs> Maybe he wants a cupcake. Oh, boy. I guess I better pause for a second and uh, let uh, p- open the window so he can freak out at the animals. I don't know, I did open the blinds. Maybe he'll uh, get a little distracted there from the, the being able to see outside. And again, that could make him more riled up. It's hard to say, really. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, uh, we went to Jilly's for the first time in years. I mean, it was even years before, like, pandemic days. I, can't, I don't even remember the last time. Because it was a tradition to go to uh, with uh, myself... My mother and, of course, Shelley would go to uh, Jilly's to get some cupcakes. And, uh, yeah, that was a thing. And then the, they stopped being open on Mother's Day <coughs> to give their employees the day off to spend with their mothers. And uh, so, yeah, we weren't able to go for a long time. And then, show, show enough, they were open this year. So I was able to uh, surprise uh, my mother with uh, some, some cupcakes and... Uh, I had the Jilly on the beach. I don't remember what was in there. And uh, I think my mom had the pink velvet. 
And then, uh, of course, we ended up with Shelly and uh, Nabita there. And uh, they did not want cupcakes that early in the morning. It was early in the morning. Thankfully, we went early because it got kind of hot that day. We went as soon as they opened, basically. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> saw a lot of saw the red pandas, a lot of, lot of animals, a lot of animals, the red pandas, and uh, rode the carousel. I was like, oh, and honestly, I was like, I could really do without riding the carousel. And it was kind of funny because uh, at work the Friday before, I uh, I didn't lube up, and it was a really hot day. And uh, I had, like, you know, like the cheese grater. I believe I mentioned this on the last episode, mentioning that I had, like, a cheese grater <laughs> to my, like, thighs. It was a little rough. And so, uh, you know, the idea of, like, sitting on a carousel, like, on a strapping up, on a zebra, which I believe is what I believe was a zebra I sat on, and I was like, you know, it didn't sound like the greatest idea. As uh, it was, you know, it didn't feel so hot. It didn't feel so hot, but I I survived that. I had I had some fucked up thoughts. We rode the train around the zoo, and uh, there was a big long tunnel, and inside the tunnel, of course, you know, being a, an American. I got to think, like, man, what would happen if there's an a- active shooter in here? Like, how the fuck, <laughs> how the fuck are we gonna survive this? If they're if they're at one end of the train, and I'm in the middle, and there's an active shooter, like, I, I guess I'm fucked. <laughs> like, there wasn't any way to like, I mean, the tunnel the was as big as the train. There was no getting out, and uh, not that I was really scared, but I was just you know thinking, you know. Cause you you, you got to think about these sorts of things, and be like, okay, what's the plan? And I couldn't I couldn't uh, think of a plan really. Like my the only thing I'd kind of do is like get down as low as possible. But even at that <laughs> rate, and I mean, if, if the shooter was right next to me, maybe I'd have a shot at you know fighting him off or something. But for the most part, you know, for a couple seats away, I'm kind of fucked. Kind of fucked. There's no. <laughs> No way out of that one. So, yeah. Just random thoughts I have, you know, while out in public. <laughs> it's it's so surprising to me I don't spend much time out in public anymore. Huh. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but the train, uh, the train was all right. There was like a, a help, somebody I think was, had like a, maybe a heat stroke or something. They stopped the train at one point and one of the stops for quite some time as uh I guess they got dehydrated, maybe had a heat heat stroke or something. Well, not a stroke. It was uh I mean they didn't die <laughs> or anything, but there was they got overheated, I would imagine, or probably dehydrated. But uh but yeah, they had uh ended up getting some staff had to get extra staff down there to like uh get this person some attention make sure make sure they wouldn't die but it would, it appeared that they were just probably dehydrated it wasn't like a severe thing and uh <clears throat> overall we had you know a good time at the zoo but at the end my uh mom uh, she uh you know she's getting up there she's she's pushing uh she's not too far off from uh in the 70 you know, uh, <clears throat> as uh, I got to think, even how old I am, she's only got she's got less than two years. I mean, it's right around two years till like seventy. 
but uh and uh yeah she she uh when she she's got to do a lot of walking she'll you know bring a cane and she brought a cane to the zoo and we were at uh near one of the entrances they had the big uh area where there was like a cafe and some other uh stuff in there a bunch of you know shops to buy shit and uh she, I guess, left her cane right where she got her drink and just left it there. And we went and uh, sat down and had, uh, well, I guess we weren't really eating at that point. We just had uh, some some drinks. And, like, I had a slushy, And uh, I think she had some ice cream, actually. She did eat. <laughs> but uh, really, it, was the, it must have been sitting there for a few minutes. And then when she realized she forgot her cane, we went to go look back, and then uh, it was not there where she kind of thought maybe she left it. And uh, Shelly went on to ask, talk to some of the employees that, uh, like, hey, you know, my mom left her cane here. Um, you seen it, yada, yada. And apparently, as <laughs> soon as there's a cane, there must be some kind of alarm <laughs> that goes off when you drop a cane at the zoo that uh, you must, uh, you know, snag it and get rid of it because uh, they jumped on that, like, real quick. They took the cane, and then uh, you were at the, I think, it might have been the north entrance. I forgot what in- entrance we were at, but we were at uh, one of the entrances, and they took the cane, and I guess there's not a lost and found in every area, and this was a big complex you know, that had several shops and stuff in it. You would think at that one that they would have a lost and found there. I would imagine, you know, people leave behind shit all the time. And there's a lot of elderly people with canes. I would assume this wouldn't be the first time that a cane was, uh, someone forgot a cane. And, uh, but they didn't have a lost and found there. They gave it to another person park employee and then walked it to like the other side of the park <laughs> or was in the process of walking it to the other side of the park and uh Shelly went on and talked to like several people there and like they were like well uh, I guess somebody and they weren't 100% sure where the cane was <laughs> and They said that, well, you can send one of your party over there to, again, walk. We had already spent the whole day at the zoo. It was getting warm at this point. My mom was pretty tired. She definitely wasn't going to do any more walking. At least that far. And then, uh, so one of us was going to have to, like, walk. If we wanted this cane, one of us would have had to walk on the complete other side of the park. And then, uh... (laughs) Of the zoo, rather. And uh, we ended up uh, just going, you know what, let's just go buy another cane. <laughs> we get back at home, and the cat is freaking out again. And uh, maybe maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll just come sit in my lap. As, uh, I'll, I'll see if he'll... Uh... Hey, buddy, you want to not bite me? Just sit up here while I'm talking. Maybe he'll... Uh... <laughs> He does like to uh, jump on keyboards. That's a thing. And uh, he's, he's kind of chill at the moment as I'm holding him in my lap. <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah. 
we didn't take them up on the offer on trying to hunt down the cane and spending, you know, another couple hours at the zoo just for a cane. And so, unfortunately, my mom had to get another cane. But uh, Walmart had some pretty cheap ones. <coughs> and then, uh, <coughs> but yeah, we went to uh, d- uh, the Loop, of course. I mean, we were at the Loop before. I mean, the zoo, zoo's right around that area. But uh, we went back to uh, U-City and uh, hit up uh, Salt and Smoke to get food. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> And uh, he's he's kind of on my keyboard, <laughs> and uh, he's looking at the soundboard. He's he may start pressing buttons. <laughs> yeah, just sit up there, sit up there, man. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we went back to the loop. It had salt and smoke, which man, they had some good food. I've been there, but it's been quite a few years since I've been there. Uh, it's generally, I mean, there's a lot of places I like on. Uh, Delmar up there, but that's not usually the one I, you know, I'm like choosing to go to. Um, a lot of good options though on uh, on Delmar up there in the loop. And uh, the cat's kind of freaking me out. He is standing on top of my tower now, <laughs> the PC tower, and it's kind of wobbling. I don't want the the computer to go flying and him with it. <laughs> that may not be good. You know, it, it may fall on him. That would not be good. And not to mention, like, I don't have the money to buy another PC right now. Or try to fix that one. That's just not going to be any fun. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, they had, uh, let's see, Cracker Mac. White, cra- was it like white cheddar Cracker Mac uh, side. And I, I had to order that at, uh, because just the way it sounded. I mean, I, I love me some mac and cheese. But this was, uh, and I got all into it. Like, I was some, like, Dave Chappelle character from, like, the Chappelle show. Like, crack back! <laughs> I, like, shook my head and everything. Almost more like, uh, I guess, Whitney Houston when, you know, near the uh, the time that the, she was doing the reality show with Bobby Brown. Like, crack back! Like, I just imagine it had she said it. Like, crack his whack! You know, kind of. I felt like it was needed to speak like that when saying it, but like if you're gonna call it Cracker Mac, <laughs> you gotta expect it's like you know uh, Ron Burgundy reading everything that's on the teleprompter. I'm gonna order it like that, you know. It's it's like I have to. There's no no other way to order that. You just uh, you gotta go all crazy with the Cracker Mac, and uh, the Cracker Mac was pretty good. It was pretty good, and they had some good sauces. Um. But uh Cat is really looking like he's gonna fuck with some shit. Is he's <laughs> I'm not I'm not trusting this. He could totally uh cause me some issues here. Um once we got done at Salt and Smoke though, we uh I I told my mom if she was a good girl she could go to uh vintage vinyl and uh since uh, all three uh Shelly, myself and my mother all have record players after last Christmas that, uh, we, uh, went ahead and went over to, uh, vintage vinyl and man, it is, I love vintage vinyl. It's like going into a fucking time machine. I mean, this is, I'm not sure the first time I went into vintage vinyl, it's been a couple of decades ago, but I know like in my early twenties, I used to go to, uh, Del Mar, 
uh, not like all the time, but a, f- a fair amount, like early to mid twenties. We'd be like, let's hit up the fucking loop, you know. And uh, <clears throat> went to several concerts there, uh, in the loop and all that at the pageant, and uh, got you know, I had to think about it, three tattoos up at uh, Iron Age. Oh, and uh, and we're back as uh, the cat did jump on the keyboard <laughs> and stopped the recording, but I think I was able to save it, hopefully. Otherwise, it's going to be a little fucked up. Uh, I don't want to have to do another episode <laughs> again. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he jumped down, so maybe I'm safe for the moment. Um, Vintage vinyl, yeah. It's... Uh, classic store as I mean it's I can't imagine that stores change much in the time again I don't remember the first time going in there but uh, it feels like it hasn't really changed much in the couple of decades I've gone there <laughs> which is great it's like a time capsule and uh, <clears throat> man I was really close to getting a Goonies mat that they had that uh, had uh I don't remember what line it had on there. Um, but, I mean, they had sev- they had some Star Wars mats, and it was like 20 bucks, but, man, I had already, like, picked up several things at this point from <laughs> Vintage Vital. And a mat just... And I, I didn't need a mat. I didn't need a mat, but I was, I was really on the fence about it. And, uh... Um, sloth is what the uh they had on the mat, but I don't remember. Like uh, I, I don't think it was like I love you chunk or anything, but it had the pic- awesome picture of sloth on there, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I I didn't get it, but I did get some uh a couple of things. I got uh, two records and uh. Hobo with the shotgun was on there, up there with the, on DVD, and I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen Hobo with the shotgun since it came out, basically, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, Rudger Hauer at his finest, back in 2011, it was, you know, came out right before we started doing the podcast, basically, was, uh, we started in 2012, and uh, it was one of those movies that started out, it was a fake trailer uh, during the uh, Grindhouse double feature on uh, the Tarantino Grindhouse double feature, uh, Planet Terror and Death Proof. Like the in-between when you saw it in the theater, they had trailer fake trailers in between the movies. And, of course, Machete became one. And then uh, as well as Hobo with a motherfucking shotgun. But all those fake trailers, really, I mean, it, it seemed like they could have easily been made into movies. There was the thanks, Thanksgiving horror movie one that was <laughs> pretty awesome. The Eli Roth made that trailer. It was white meat, dark meat, they all get carved. <laughs> was, uh, damn, I could do that better. Hold on. <clears throat> white meat, dark meat, all will be carved. Something like that. <laughs> and then... uh uh, Rob Zombie did one. It was like werewolves. Uh, something werewolves of the SS. It was 
I almost want to say werewolf zombies, but that wasn't the case. It was like something werewolves of the SS. And uh, <laughs> that one would have been pretty great. <laughs> As, uh, yeah, so uh, Hobo with the Shotgun, that ended up being made. Now, I don't remember if that was actually a trailer when I went and saw it in the theater. From what I understand, it was, you know, it depended on where you saw the movie as to what trailers you would get. I think Machete was at every one of them. And uh, so I'm still waiting on the Machete Machete kills again. Uh, the one that's supposed to be out in space. You know, Danny Trejo's getting pretty old, guys. Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... So yeah, I, I had to get the hobo with the shotgun. It was it was a must. And uh <laughs> I was watching it the other night, man, it was like it was worse than I remember. But then I got two records. I got uh Hall and Oates, uh is it Munchinette? I forgot what it's called. It's like their second album they put out on vinyl. It was only like eleven or twelve bucks, and then I got a Portishead album, their second album. Uh which is just self titled. I wanted to get Dummy, their first album, but uh it was the only one they had. The only one they had, and I was like, oh, I'm getting it. But it's it's a great album. Any Portishead album is a great album. The first two especially. And they had that live album too, which is really good. Uh, I think it was in New York. Uh, anywho. And then, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome going to that store and just seeing... <laughs> DVDs, Blu-rays, you know. I mean, there's there's usually nowadays you have to go to uh, a thrift store for this kind of stuff or like a flea market. And, uh, you know, there's less and less of places like Slackers and stuff around. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, there are there's like a, a store over in uh, a Union that I've uh, sold video games to and stuff. I forget the name of that uh Muffin Man's uh, gone there a lot as uh, they sell magic cards and shit. But, I mean, those kind of places are really dying out. And uh, Vintage Vinyl is, I mean, it is a fucking record store. It mainly sells records. And you got, uh, of course, there's a backdrop of uh, Abbey Road to where you can all pose, people can pose like they are the Beatles in front of Abbey Road. (laughs) And, uh... But I mean, m- mainly that store. It's a nice size store, and it's. I mean, it is a record store because it mainly sells records. And then of course, I mean, you can get the uh, DVDs and stuff too. But uh, I mean, pr- predominantly they uh, it's records, and as well as I believe they have cassettes as well. I wasn't about to get a cassette. <laughs> I'm not that nostalgic. Yeah. Uh. Is they're 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 kind of paying the ass, you know. You got to rewind it, and, and everything. And uh, I don't know, cassettes. Just I didn't think the quality of a cassette was ever that great. There's there's something special about a fucking record. Cassettes, meh, meh. And uh, I get I could go crazy in that store though. I mean, uh, vinyl's so so pricey. Especially if you're buying new vinyl. I mean, it is... A new vinyl record, on average, is like $40, $40 I would say. And, uh... Though you can find some decent used prices. But then again, it's a used record. 
and you gotta you gotta get one that you know is not a popular record. Uh, and uh, man, I was tempted to buy like a few ones that I was unsure about, which is something you know I never really did much with digital downloads. Although early days of iTunes, I, I take the bag. Like I, I would experiment a little bit with songs. <laughs> like uh, they used to have a really cool feature on iTunes back in the day, to where you could find a song. <laughs> And then there was a little tab you could click on and find like different cover versions of that song, which I really loved. I found some obscure covers and everything on iTunes that way, but I don't really fuck around with iTunes much anymore. I get most of my music from YouTube these days. Uh, I do learn some, you know, new music. I'll maybe occasionally like watch some NPR Tiny Desk or something and see different artists on there that way. But, uh, as uh <laughs> anywho uh the record store though you know i used to buy albums that i didn't fucking know who these fucking people were <laughs> and uh they had an album that was called uh fuck i don't remember the name of it i wish i remember i should have taken a picture of it but uh it was fucking was in the title somewhere <laughs> i think it was a fairly newer group but the the artwork looked very, very old. And uh, they did a cover, an obscure cover, very much of a B-side of a Hendrix song, uh, 1983, A Merman I Will Turn to Be, or, or something of that nature. It's a very obscure Hendrix song. Um, and then they, they give you a little description about it on the back. Uh, they they say that it's a Jimi Hendrix cover, and then, like, oh, he was a... a very unknown <laughs> musician that his career really went nowhere. Something I'm paraphrasing, but <laughs> it was something like that. I was like, "Holy shit, that's fine. That's funny." <laughs> I was I was tempted to buy it just just for that, and uh, I ah, man. But again, I you know records are expensive. I can't just like drop, you know, thirty to forty dollars. On something like that. Although, I mean, had it been like, had it been like 10 bucks, I'd been like, you know what? I'm buying this fucking record. Your artwork, everything has, uh, I mean, the, the artwork and then the, say what they said about, uh, Jimi Hendrix. I'm trying to see if I can find it. I, I need to. A merman I should turn to be. Yeah, that is the name of it. Okay. As uh, I'm trying to look up covers. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, this isn't gonna help me out at all. <laughs> Tropical fuckstorm. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is a newer band. Holy shit! Tropical fuckstorm. That uh. Submersive Behavior was the album. And, like, it's this very pop art thing that you would have seen, like, in, say, like, the 80s. Like, a uh, comic uh, comic book art. Like, uh, it's all, uh, like, the dots, you know. It's the, way, the style in which they printed it back then. Like, the 70s and 80s. You got the, how they would reprint it with, like, a, looks very, like, silk screened as a, 
Oh, so so good. <laughs> Tropical fuckstorm. Man, I'm saddened I didn't get this. But like again, I I didn't want to spend that much money on it. Uh, this is a uh, stereogum.com. What they have to say about it. this week Melbourne's Tropical Fuckstorm will release a new EP, Submersive Behavior, featuring already released singles like Moonburn and Aspirin Slight Return. It's also the band's take on a covers record with classics by the Stooges. Uh, the song called Anne, and a 17-minute reimagining of Hendrix's 1983 A I Shall Turn to Be. Tell it, shall, oh, the hell's up uh, I might have to pull up this. Uh, <laughs> just see how this sounds. I have no idea what this band sounds like. Um, see, singer-guitarist Gareth Lydiard describes their Hendrix cover as an attempt to right the recent wrongs perpetrated against Hendrix's classic Angel by some idiot from One Direction doing a karaoke-style tribute for Jimmy's 80th birthday. And thankfully, I haven't heard that, but I'm kind of curious to see what they fucking did. Although, I, as a old-school Hendrix fan, man, I, you know, I, I got to hear this. I, I got to pull this up real quick. <laughs> Tropical fuckstorm. <laughs> Uh, this is uh this is too good. Too good. Uh, the the art like uh, not only is it this classic comic book type art like uh I mean it's very much 80s and maybe even like early 90s that you'd see comic books and uh like they're <laughs> they're all like mermaids basically and shit and uh right uh, uh like see sea urchins and stuff I don't know they're very uh, like aquatic they've all, all got like fucking <laughs> stuff going on they're clearly underwater uh anyway um I gotta pull let's see tropical fuck storm <laughs> do you do you not have this YouTube what the fuck you better have this I mean I got a link to it on the one computer why is it not showing? Do do do. They got a lot of. Let's see here. Nineteen eighty-three, motherfuckers. That should that should find it, you motherfucker. Here we go. Good lord, I'm that's seventeen minutes long. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. I just want to get a bit of a feel here. Let's see what I was missing out. Vintage vinyl. Did I make the the a poor decision? <laughs> That's my my main <laughs> thing to find out here. Um and here we go. Tropical Fox store. I was waiting for it to be some kind of like drugged out thing. Kind of getting vibes of that. kind of digging it actually i kind of sad and I, i'm even more sad now that i didn't buy this fucking record hey, 
Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should have bought that record. I, I'm digging that uh, that cover. I I do have a really good uh, acoustic version of that, which is odd because Hendrix didn't really do a whole lot acoustic. But there was a recording I got with a anim, uh, basically a comic book on Hendrix. It's a book that was all <clears throat> illustrated, and uh, it came with the CD. At the time, back when I used to buy CDs, I mean, I used to buy a lot of fucking Hendrix CDs. Like, I bought some really shitty ones, too. Like, there was one with him and Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison is very clearly drunk out of his mind. <laughs> and the music, and it's, I mean, it's rough. It's rough, but I had to get it because it was Jim Morrison <laughs> and Jimi Hendrix, man. I was like, holy shit, that is, that is history. And I wanted to own a piece of history, and uh, but uh, this book that I got, I have, I still have it somewhere, and uh, it came with a CD of like five or six songs that had, they were all acoustic stuff that he had like recorded at home, and uh, one of them was uh, the 1983 Merman I shall uh, turn to be, and uh, <clears throat> I I do enjoy that song, and man, this is fucking tropical fuckstorm. Salad, salad. I don't know that it needs to be 17 minutes long, but uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna subscribe to Tropical Fuckstorm here. I don't know what their other music sounds like, their originals, but I'm digging this fucking cover. Um, <laughs> and I think Jimmy would have been, uh, definitely dug this, man. Obviously, he was uh, a fan of doing covers like himself of songs he enjoyed. Uh, and, uh, shit, yeah, I mean, that sounded salad. And, uh, no, somebody on the comment says, I bought the vinyl because of this song. <laughs> That's just one whole fuck. 17 minutes, I mean, that barely, you can barely get that on one disc. <laughs> it's almost like you need two discs just for the one song. Uh, it's a double LP single. <laughs> But uh, man, I'm really saddened. Uh, I didn't get that. No, like shit. I'm uh, next time I'm at Vintage Vinyl, which will probably be a good long time. I might have to look for Tropical Fuckstorm again and get the Submersive Behavior. That's just a great title. I mean, the artwork on it. The fuck, man. Why didn't I? Why didn't I buy this? I spend money on such stupid shit, and uh, I missed out here. What I was getting to, though, when I was talking about this is back in the day, I used to buy music that I had no clue without... Now, now you know, I, I have... Uh, there's no reason for me to spend money on shit like this because, you know, when I thought, too, when I was there, I was like, I can just go home, pull it up on YouTube, <laughs> and then I can see whether or not I made it... You know, you can decide whether or not it was a good or bad decision <laughs> as soon as you get home. Um, But damn... I'm going to have to do a deep dive on some tropical fuck storm. Um, but, uh, the cat is freaking out again. As, uh, guess I'm, cause I'm not getting him attention. So he's coming back over here. He's like, dude, I stopped that recording. It should not be recording anymore. <laughs> you should be done. Come here. Come here, shit, dad. Come here, kitty. No, don't, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Come here. Oh, oh, oh. You want to get on the mic? Is that it? I'm going to push the keyboard away so hopefully he doesn't uh, 
stop the recording again. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, hopefully, hopefully he'll chill out. Anyway, yeah, I remember there being albums though back in the day that uh, I used to get whenever I had like the uh, BMG music thing, Columbia House, that that sort of shit. Because uh, I I racked up some debt as a teenager <laughs> through that shit. Then went to collection agencies. They came after me. And it wasn't like that much. It was, you know, like less than $100, I think. But then, you know, I'd get all this shit from collection agencies from never fucking paying them <laughs> as a teenager. Before I was even an adult. And, uh... <laughs> Because they always had that thing, you could get all these CDs, you could, uh, you had to pay a couple full price CDs, and then you you could get, you know, a certain amount for like 10 cents or whatever the fuck it was, so, you know, I'd be like, fuck yeah, here's a, get this Nirvana record, and then I'm gonna get a bunch of weird shit, <laughs> and, uh, like, I got, uh, the band P, which I still love that record, uh, pretty sure they only put out one record, it's just called P. And it was the Butthole Surfers plus Johnny Depp. <laughs> and it had some really fucking weird songs on there. Like, I Saved Cigarette Butts for a Poor Girl Across Town. Uh, one called Michael Stipe that's called <laughs> Michael Stipe from R.E.M. They do a great cover of Dancing Queen where it sounds like, uh, was it the lead singer's name? Perry, I think. He sounds like he's 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 pretty drunk for that one. Just like dancing queen, you are my fantasy. <laughs> and there's a song called Diane that's just die, and <laughs> spelled D I E, and then Anne. <laughs> and he keeps doing the pause in there. Die, and Diane. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of funny. Their Mr. Officer song. I mean, there's classic shit, but I used to get a lot of weird shit because, you know, I'd get it for next to nothing through there. And now, you know, I guess I have access to music for free, but I don't know. It's just a weird... It's hard to find obscure shit like this, but going to vintage vinyl, it was nice because I was just, you know, flipping through records. And, man, when you see somebody that put effort into the artwork on there and just like, this is really fucking cool artwork... And, uh, I mean, it's giving me some definitely, like, nostalgia vibes with this art. But holy shit, I mean, I, I'm just, uh, sad that I didn't get that tropical fuck storm. So if you're going to, if you like Hendrix and you find yourself at a record store, man, don't pass up on the tropical fuck storm. At least on the submersive behavior. And get that 17-minute version of 1983, a mermaid I should turn to be. They are not a sponsor of this show. I would like to point that out. As uh, <clears throat> I'm the only sponsor of this show. <laughs> I'm the whole cast, crew, and sponsors. Um, but uh, oh yeah, vintage vinyl man. They they have uh, a lot of cool shit, and then then it's so weird because you look at it and everything's like very uh, very old and everything, and. It, most of the stuff's like reasonably priced in there. I mean, new vinyl is going to just be expensive, but then you get like near the front uh, of the place and then they got like a record player, not just any record player, but they've got several different record players you can get there. But I mean, they had one that was almost like three grand up front. I was like, Whoa, (laughs) Hey, Hey, yo, 
Sure, it's an amazing record player. Damn well better be an amazing record player. They cost almost as much as my uh, Gibson Les Paul does. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, I, I didn't think it was. I didn't have two to three grand to to put on a record player, but like I, I've never heard a record player that nice. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't want to ever get the uh, feeling I need to spend that kind of cash on a record player. I felt bad enough spending what is it one fifty or whatever I spent on the one I got. Uh, and that was like another one fifty on the uh, speaker I got with it. So it was like three hundred bucks altogether. But I'm pretty pleased with that record player. I don't think I need to <laughs> go crazy with it. But it did seem a little out of place seeing something that expensive vintage vinyl. As uh, yeah. That uh, <laughs> uh, but that was that was uh Mother's Day. Is uh, uh, overall I'd say it was a pretty good day, minus the whole cane situation. That was a bit of an issue. It's, it still makes me think about the canes. Like, is there like a really big problem about people stealing canes? Because they're like, how do you know it's there? Like, who the fuck is gonna go looking for a cane right after a cane? You find a cane, someone comes looking for it. Who's the <laughs> Like her name, there's no names or anything on the cane, which I guess from now on maybe you know she might want to put some kind of fucking labels and stuff on her cane, maybe with her phone number and shit, so somebody could at least you know call the number. Hey, your cane's over here, and uh, we can drag it down that way. She wanted to buy another cane, but uh, <laughs> like, is there constantly a cane theft at the zoo? Like, what the fuck is going on, zoo people? I mean, I I love the uh, St. Louis Zoo, but uh, that uh, <laughs> that was very much perplexing situation. Was, I don't even know what to say about. It. Like, how, why? And you would think, with them finding it there, that uh, whoever left it was probably nearby. Probably nearby. It wasn't like somebody <laughs> dropped it off there and they're like, "I'm going to run to the other side of the park." And when you lose something, you would think that person is going to go back to where they lost it to find it. But uh, I guess I shouldn't dwell on such things. We did also see a SEAL show, which was pretty pretty awesome, pretty epic. Um, one of them, there was one, there was two or three different ones. Uh, there was at least two different SEALs we watched. One was like named Nova. And uh, I think that was the younger one. But they were doing some pretty cool stuff with the seals. As man, they eat a lot of fish. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, um, I did earlier on Voodoo purchase Cocaine Bear. So I did see some of Cocaine Bear. I haven't seen all of it. But uh, I've seen a a good chunk of it now. And uh, I did see that uh, it's pretty fantastic. The kid, I don't know the actor's name, but uh, he's the, I guess, protagonist in uh, the show Sweet Tooth on Netflix. He plays Sweet Tooth. Uh, he's in Cocaine Bear doing cocaine. <laughs> Uh, 
that that was pretty great. That was pretty pretty funny. Um, and uh, yeah, I haven't gotten real far. And I I'd heard you know people said like it's purposely bad and everything. Elizabeth Banks did, it, and I I really like Elizabeth Banks. And uh, <laughs> I heard her talking about it on uh, Conan's podcast, where uh, <laughs> I guess her and Conan are, are pretty. Uh, somewhat friends at least and uh she was on his podcast and uh he's just brings up cocaine bear or well he i think they were talking about it after i think like at a party or something or they were just around each other hanging out for whatever reason and he's like brings up the cocaine bear because they were talking about on the podcast like i think they're re-talking about what happened but he's like oh man you got to see this movie cocaine bear she's like yeah that's my movie i i I directed it (laughs) like some friend you are (laughs) you don't even know that's my movie uh but i think that might be like ray liotta's last movie i'm not sure um but holy shit i mean ray liotta's in there there's a bear on cocaine um let's see last movie was it cocaine bear because i <laughs> oh dangerous waters i was hoping i was hoping it would be cocaine bear uh man man it's it's been right at a year now since he died i feel like it wasn't that long ago but yeah he died at the end of last may on the 26th and it's now the 20th as i'm recording this um. Damn, it would have been would have been pretty epic. That bit is last though. Cocaine Bear seems like a quite the swan song. But no, that's not his last. I guess he. Uh, hmm. <laughs> There's at least one other, if not a couple other movies that came out. Uh. He was filming a movie when he died called Dangerous Waters. I don't know if that's actually completed or not. Uh, <clears throat> Is that the one? Wait a minute. Did he actually complete that one? I'm trying to see here. Ba-ba-ba. He passed in sleep. Yada, yada. Do-do-do. Uh... Yeah, I'm well aware who Gray Leota is. Thanks. I don't need the. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, my my computer's not being uh, very helpful here. But uh, yeah, he's in Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I know that, and it's fucking it's Ray fucking Leota of Goodfellas. And whenever I think Ray Leota, man, I just think of the opening of Goodfellas, where like. My whole life, all I ever wanted to be was a gangster. It's that fucking narration. Him as Hank Hill. It's just like, that's just... Sets the tone. And then uh, I think the, the first shot, too, is like when he shows up in, in the uh, real nice suit into his parents' house. And they're like, what the fuck? You look like a... <laughs> I just remember that first line, though. I'm pretty sure that's the first line. Fuck, I haven't watched Goodfellas in forever. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, man, legend, Ray Liotta. I'm glad he was in the, uh, Sopranos movie, the what, Many Saints of Newark, I believe is what that was called. It was a few years ago now at this point, shit. 
So the first movie Shelly and I went and saw in the theater, I think, after the pandemic started. Um, yeah, I think after uh, that was the first one I saw in the theater, or like after COVID made its arrival. I went quite a while without seeing anything in the theater, and then that came out. I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go see this." I loved uh, watching The Sopranos. I'm like, "Gotta, gotta see this shit." And uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. And uh, Cocaine Bear, like, I mean, it's a, it's a, <laughs> like, it seems like intentionally, you know, bad acting. But it, I mean, it's, it's got some good humor to it. It's from what I've seen, the humor is pretty good. These kids like fucking eating cocaine and uh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> There's just do- jokes about this guy's dog that are, are pretty, pretty amusing. Whereas uh, he's got. It's got like this, I don't know, very small dog. I'm not sure what kind of dog it's supposed to be, but like he's like fostering it, I guess. And uh, he, he, you know, he wants a dog, but he wants like a dog that'll like play fetch. And, you know, like he wants like a golden retriever or something, you know. He's got this tiny little like, yelper. <laughs> and uh, he's talking to this other, he's a cop, and he's talking to this other cop and just basically going uh, he's like you ever have a dog she's, oh you know, or do you have a dog she's like i had one and she goes in talks about what kind of dog it was he's like oh those are really good dogs they're like they play like <laughs> all these games catch and all this stuff and it's like oh yeah and like oh he, he's all bummed because he's got this fucking <laughs> annoying dog uh poor poor dog <laughs> Uh, you know, this is all going on while there's a, a bear loaded with fucking cocaine that's going around killing people. But, uh, mm. I, I, uh, I, I'm enjoying what I've seen so far. And, uh, ah, man, I, I did also watch, I guess, yeah, I did watch the uh, Ant-Man as well. Was, you know, going through the Marvel stuff since uh, seeing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And then uh, they just dropped Ant Man, uh, the what was it, Quantum Mania, or Ant Man and the Quantum Mania, or whatever the hell it is, on uh, Disney Plus uh, last Wednesday, and uh, I did see all of that. And I got to say, the beginning of the movie it took a while for me to really kind of get into it, but uh, once. Uh, Kang was in there. I, you know, I, I didn't like. Uh, I don't know the actor's name, but the guy who plays Kang, I do, do uh, like Kang. Um, and Modok, Modok was, <laughs> Modok was pretty great. Oh, it's Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. That's the full title. Um, as uh. Jonathan Majors, that's the guy that plays uh, Kang the Conqueror, which I do like me some Kang the Conqueror. Um, oh, this guy's freaking me out. Some of these cast photos. Walton Goggins was in there? I didn't realize Walton Goggins was in there. Where the fuck was Walton Goggins? And it just says Walton Goggins. It, say, it must have been a very bit character. He must have made a real... Small cameo. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I don't know who the fuck Walton Goggins played. Yeah, a lot of these guys just say, uh, of course, why the fuck don't they, uh, Mo, I think it's Modoc though, that, uh, I did enjoy that character as, uh, yeah, I was aware of a lot of these villains and such from the comic book, but I wasn't reading those comics per se that had that those characters in it. Whereas I gravitated towards the X Men when I was reading Marvel comics and like uh, Deathlock and <clears throat> I wa- actually I would have read all of them if I could have, but really I had <laughs> I was really interested in those, and I could only afford you know so much, <laughs> so uh, I I didn't have an insane amount of uh, the other comics. I I did have quite a few X-Men, though, as uh, I, I did spend a lot of money on X-Men comics. Big fan of Wolverine. And uh, and the, uh, the X-Men, which I got to say, I believe I've stated this before many a times, uh, I think healing, like the... Uh, Healing the Wolverine's got like the best superpower. Fuck flying and all that, dude. Just give me the regeneration of Wolverine, man. I want to be able to just... <laughs> I want to take a gunshot and be like, fine. <laughs> I want to... I want to slowly age. <laughs> and uh, all that stuff, man. If I could just... Oh, I, do, I feel like... That would that's just like the best superpower. I don't want to see I don't want X ray vision. I don't want heat ray vision. I don't need to be Superman. Just fucking just get and I don't need the Admentium claws, although it'd be kinda cool. It'd be kinda cool. Um as a party trick, really. But I hit you know, in the com they gave you the impression that uh uh it was uh very painful when you pop those out. Um <laughs> Yeah, Modoc. Uh, yeah, Modoc was pretty great. Um, as uh, I don't really remember. I don't think I had any comics with Modoc in it, but I I remember seeing him. Uh, around in comics, but like none of the ones that I owned. <coughs> as uh, yeah, uh. And of course, oh, course, shit! I did do several other uh, Marvel movies, but they were the Sony Marvel movies. I did finally get around to watching the Spider-Man: Homecoming and uh, Venom. And sadly, they don't have Venom two on uh, on Disney Plus, which I I think they're supposed to be getting it on there. Which has got Carnage in there. Woody Harrelson is Carnage, and I did enjoy playing. I didn't get into really Spider-Man comics. I have like. One, maybe two Spider-Man comics. And uh, I enjoyed playing the game Maximum Carnage on the old Sega Genesis where uh, you could either be Spider-Man or Venom. And then uh, the the main boss of the whole thing was uh, Carnage, of course. And I feel like that that's more the real movie, I mean, taking on Carnage. Like the first one, meh, it was okay. It was entertaining, you know. I like some Tom Hardy stuff. You know, he was pretty good as Bane and what have you. But 
it was it was so so. It wasn't it wasn't as good as the uh, MCU stuff, the the uh, Disney led Marvel stuff, the Kevin Feige. Uh, he he might have had some kind of control on that. I know he had some say in the uh, Tom or I was gonna say Tom Hardy Spider Man, but no. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the fellas playing Spider Man now. <laughs> I'm I'm blanking at the moment. Um. Anyway. Uh yeah, I I watched those and uh I'm s- still waiting on, you know, more Star Wars stuff to come out, man. I I'm hoping they really kill it with the next season of Mando, Mando. and uh the Ahsoka is coming out in August, I believe, so we don't have to wait too long on that. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Have more more Jedi action. I feel like that one's gonna have more Jedi action than say the Obi Wan series. Whereas that, you know, he was there is some scenes where he's taking on Darth Vader and such, but he's really just trying to hide the fact that he's a Jedi in it. So you don't get to see a whole lot of fighting. I feel like Ahsoka, there's gonna be a lot more fighting. A lot more sabers, a lot more of the force usage. And uh Man, I gotta get Tropical Fuckstorm. <laughs> Damn it, that is a must. That is a must. Is uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think what other, you know, I, I think the new Indiana Jones movies is coming out with uh, maybe the end of the summer. That one, I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. I definitely want to see that in the theater, as I've seen like every Indiana Jones movie in the theater. I didn't see, I think the first one I actually got to see in the theater because I was old enough to really see it was probably The Last Crusade. I remember specifically going to see that one in the theater. I might have been old enough to go see Temple of Doom. I remember watching it. uh, But I know that I've gone to the theaters to see them all as, uh, or at least, again, Temple of Doom. I may not have seen Temple of Doom. I know I've seen gone to see Raiders of the Lost Ark I think a couple of times in the movie theater because they played it like at late showings at like Ronnie's and stuff. And uh, I've, I've of course seen, uh, you know, last crusade. And then I saw the kingdom of the crystal skull. And then, uh, I mean, this is the last one, Harrison Ford, unless they're going to start deep faking his ass. This will be the last one with him. He's actually in it. Of course, they already kind of deep faked his ass for this one. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's sort of in it. I mean, they're using, He's like 80. <laughs> you know, he's not... He's not running from boulders in real life. Not that he ever was, really, I guess. But uh, it's more than just stunt doubles at this point. It's uh, just put his face on a computer animated thing. I don't think, you know... <laughs> it's probably a lot, a lot cheaper and, you know, you have to insure as much. Whenever you you just use computer animated shit, I would imagine. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. I'd still kind of like to go see the uh, Evil Dead movie in the theater. I don't know that I'm going to get around to it though. Like it's already showing in less theaters, and I'd have to go to like Ronnie's. And we're just not having that much time off, you know. It's like ah uh, fuck. It's a real bit of a challenge. I don't have to drive far. Had it still been here in town, you know, and. uh I'd really consider going to see it, but uh, as it is, 
don't I don't see it happening, man. Don't see it happening, but I definitely oh, can't wait to to see it at least. At least on uh on the old pull it up on the Roku or or whatnot once it's uh, released there, and then uh, God damn, I got I really <laughs> really need to get that tropical fuck storm record. Uh, I'm thinking about things I need to do. That's that's high on the priority list. <laughs> tropical fuck storm. Uh that that should be really high on the the. Uh, I haven't even listened to the uh, Hall and Oates record yet. I haven't tried that one out yet, but uh, I did listen to uh, a good chunk of the uh, Portishead one, which lovely support is said. I love Hall and Oates too. I'm guessing you know. I haven't listened to all of Tropical Fuckstorm stuff, so you know I don't know if I care for Tropical Fuckstorm as much as I I love me some Hall and Oates and Portishead. So I probably made a good decision on getting those as opposed to that. But, I mean, when you're going through, re- I think for records, like it's one thing is to like to flip, to have the physical aspect of them and to be able to like flip through them and look at the artwork and such. And that artwork is pretty great. Pretty great. Dude, look good in the collection. Look real good. Look real good. <laughs> Anywho. Is uh, I think that's pretty much all I've got. Uh, I'm hoping here soon that uh, maybe I'll get back into running. I I did do a group run the other night, and uh, hopefully my foot's still not right, but I'm hoping that I can somewhat get into shape. Is uh, it 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 about that runabout killed me? As uh, whew, my heart rate was pretty high the whole run and I was running pretty slow for what I would normally do. <laughs> Especially at only like five miles. I mean, it was it was rough. The food tasted amazing at the end though and I couldn't eat as much as I normally do during group runs. It's like, son of a bitch, man. I'm, I'm just getting old, man. Just getting old. Just ready for retirement. The <laughs> old age of 42. <laughs> Ready to call it a day. <laughs> uh, maybe I will if that, that Powerball hits later. I'll be like, you know what? It's time to call it a day. But uh, as it is right now, yeah, I guess I guess I'm going to have to work at least for a, the time being. And uh, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can. <laughs>